0: Bonus episode of Review of Mania. My name is Rob, alongside Zach as always.
1: Yes, I'm here. Yay!
0: We're wrapping up the Super J Cup from nineteen ninety-five. If you've How long
1: has it been since we started watching the show?
0: Uh September? It can't be that long. Think it was when did we release the
1: first part?
0: Uh, you're asking me questions I should know. I can answer you. It's been a little bit, but it hasn't been that long. Um, we released that one on... Uh,
1: duh, duh, duh. Don't November. say November.
0: February 10th Okay <clears throat> So yes If you have not listened to the first original version uh, Go watch the go, go listen to the first part Where we discuss the opening round Of the tournament
1: Because this may not make a whole lot of sense to-
0: Yeah It won't Alright So Super Jacob Is there anything you want to add before we get into it no, I think we
1: covered the history of the Super J Cup pretty well uh, during the first part. Um, yes, but I w- what I will say is that this neck, these, the matches that we were going to review today had some very odd booking in it, and I think uh, which made the show kind of hard to watch, actually. But we'll get into that.
0: Yep. All right. All right. Match one of the quarterfinals. Grand Ninety versus Jushin Thunder Liger. All right,
1: first thing, first thing that bothered me a lot. Liger did not come out to his theme music. It was something weird, and I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, it was like bubblegum poppy.
1: It's like no, Liger needs to come out to the Jushin Thunder Liger anime th- theme song, and if he doesn't come out to that, it's not okay. <laughs>
0: Liger is in the crowd as Grand Naniwa is announced. Naniwa comes out wearing a lobster mask.
1: And oh, it's lobster... crab.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah. And uh... Because
1: because he's a crab man. Cool.
0: And he has pinchers <laughs> on.
1: I think Naniwa actually stands for crab.
0: Gotcha. Naniwa attacks, attacks as Liger is posing on the top rope. He hits a Frankensteiner, sending him to the outside. He then hits a huge splash and a missile dropkick to the back of Liger, and then finishes up with a sit-down powerbomb for a near fall. A super-fast start to this match by Naniwa. Naniwa then walks the ropes, raising the roof as he misses an elbow drop, which finally gives Liger an opening. Liger yeah, hits... he,
1: was doing a, he was doing a crab walk on the ropes.
0: Oh, I thought he was trying to raise the roof. Like, yeah, Woo! <laughs>
1: No, I I know. He's like, he's waving his arms back and forth like a crab with its pincers. It will wave them back and forth while he's walking.
0: You know a lot about crabs. Uh, I
1: just know a lot about what Japanese people think crabs actually do. (laughs) Mostly because of this one episode of Pokemon where Ash has to catch a uh, crabby.
0: Oh. Well, there you go. Or
1: Satoshi if you're Japanese. But anyway, I know too much about Pokemon. Continue.
0: Liger then hits a power bomb and then mimics Naniwa. Both men exchange punches, and Naniwa whips Liger into the corner, with Naniwa following up with a huge clothesline for a two count. A gut wrench power bomb by Naniwa only gets a two count on Liger, as he tries for a second, but Liger is able to get out mid move, and kick Naniwa in the head. He then hits a cannonball uh, kick to the head. Cannonball kicked to the head. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it
1: was his a rolling capo
0: kick. Ah, there which, you go. Yeah, yeah. Liger then hits an elbow drop from the top rope for a near fall. Liger then tries for a power bomb, which Naniwa is able to turn into a small package for a two. Uh, Liger then comes back in with a fisherman suplex to pin Naniwa at nine minutes and 13 seconds. I... Love this match. Because Naniwa yeah. was at first a huge comedy wrestler. Yeah. And I was expecting him. He came out in fucking a crab costume. I'm like, "Yeah, oh, fuck. But no, he's like, fuck you, bro. I'm going to win this tournament. And he came out hot. He came out fast.
1: And he kept on yelling, Ligar! During the entire thing. It was great.
0: Yes. I also like the fact that Naniwa uh, was legitimately upset. Then he lost. But then Lager came back and put him over, and the crowd chanted his name.
1: Yeah, unlike in the first round where, like, Damien 666 was just like, eh, I'll try again next year, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Grand
1: Naniwa was just really like, oh man, I lost.
0: I know, he was upset. The match, second match, quarterfinal, Lionheart. Versus lion, Wild Pegasus. Lionheart plays to the crowd, yelling, Yeah, yeah, yeah! That's awesome. He yells, Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, it was Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> While waving yes. his arms around, they trade arm drags. Lionheart yells, Come on, motherfucker! And the crowd just lights up. Every time, like, Lionheart would yell, the crowd would be like, Whoa! Oh, he's speaking yeah English. and that,
1: especially when he swore because they were, they were like oh I know he said a bad thing yes
0: <laughs> everyone learns their first foreign language because of swear words
1: except Japanese
0: what why There's
1: no swear words in Japanese
0: bullshit no it's just all about
1: how you si- how politely you say the word you that's not swearing.
0: <laughs> fair enough they then start slapping each other across the face there's a test of strength where Jackal gets the best at first but then Pegasus comes up and then gets the best of Lionheart uh, then a stalling suplex by Lionheart into a sleeper Pegasus gets out of the sleeper by hitting a back suplex and then hits a snap suplex for a two count a very near close near fall after a clothesline by Pegasus as the crowd claps. Both men take turns hanging each other on the top rope. Lionheart then hits a corner drop kick, knocking Pegasus to the floor, and follows up with a moonsault to the outside to the roar of approval from the crowd. Pegasus gets back in at ten and jumps on the top rope, but Lionheart stops him and blocks, or looks to do a back suplex, But Pegasus turns into a crossbody and follows up with a powerbomb for a very near fall. A double arm bridging suplex nearly gets a pinfall on Lionheart. Pegasus then climbs to the top rope and misses a flying headbutt. Lionheart only gets a two count. Lionheart then follows up with a double underhook powerbomb for a two. Lionheart then is thrown outside by Pegasus and Pegasus follows up. With a suicide dive into the front row. Lionheart is able to make it back into the ring at 17. Pegasus and calls for his own power bomb. But Lionheart gets out, hits a double underhook bridging German suplex, which is botched for a near call uh, for for a two fo- two count. He then hits a fisherman yeah, suplex. Jericho suplex. lost Yeah, As Jericho lost
1: hold of the of the bridge there. Yep.
0: He then hits a fisherman suplex for a two. A Frankensteiner for another two. Leinhardt then puts Pegasus on the top rope, but Pegasus fights back, hits a kneeling reverse pile driver from the top rope for a three count at thirteen minutes and forty-three seconds. What do you think of the match?
1: I thought it was a. I thought it was pretty good. I was actually watching. Like Sorry, Jericho you kind of, mentioned. You
0: cut out. You're watching. Uh,
1: I I th- I thought I was uh I was watching this match very closely because it was the match that Jericho mentioned. I
0: thought so uh, too.
1: But it's not.
0: Yeah, I had the same thought. I'm like, is this a match they were talking about? But no. I I really enjoyed it, it was good. Yeah. After the match interview, uh Lionheart is walking to the doctor, but nothing is said. While Pegasus says that, uh, he told everyone that he would be back faster and stronger, and the cup will remain his. So he must have won it in 94. Yes. Match quarterfinal three. Otani versus Ultimo Dragon.
1: I hate this match
0: so much. Really? Yes. Yes. Alright, well let's get into it. You tell us where you hate it. This match starts okay. off fast with both men missing spin kicks and Ultima missing a plancha to the outside. And then a missile drop kick by Otani and then another plancha. Dragon comes back a bit later with a moonsault off the top rope to Otani on the floor. Otani then puts a sleeper hold as a crowd chants for him. Otani turns it into a rear naked choke around the head. Otani and Dragon swap submission holds for a while. Otani with a jumping tombstone pile driver, and Dragon pops up and gives him his own tombstone.
1: And right then... here. I hated this. Well They it's... just they just exchange four or five or six tombstone pile drivers. And they're just popping up right after the other, like, that didn't hurt. And I wouldn't have minded if it was like a fighting spirit sort of thing, but it's more of a this is what Ultimo Dragon does. He doesn't sell things for people, and Otani was just like, "Well, if you're not going to sell, I'm not going to sell either." But it's like a it's a pattern in Dragon matches. Just like,
0: gotcha. Otani gets a hurricana for a very near fall, and Otani then hits a hurricana off the top rope for another near fall. Dragon rolls it into a pin of his own, though, for a two. To the delight of the crowd. The crowd is going nuts as Otani is nearly pinned. Otani then hits a spin kick. And then a drop kick off the top rope to the back of the head of Dragon. Otani then hits a bridging double underhook suplex for a near fall. As the crowd is cheering on wildly for Otani at this point. Otani tries for a second. But Dragon keeps wrapping himself up in the ropes. Dragon then hits a sit down powerbomb for a two count. As Otani then hits a huge... Otani gets in a huge Otani chat from the crowd. Both men then try for drop kicks at the same time. They crawl to their feet. Dragon and slamming Otani and then hits a twisting elbow drop and then a roll up to win the match at 13 minutes and 30 seconds. It was okay. I didn't
1: like it, uh, but I did really like uh, Otani's reaction to having lost. He was like crying. Yes. It really sold that this meant a lot.
0: Next match is the quarterfinal and the final of the quarterfinals. Gato versus Das Karas. Yeah. Daddy uh,
1: uh, Del Rio.
0: Yes. Caras plays with the crowd, but they finally lock up. They wrestle around. Caras gets up and bows to Gato, which I was like, okay. As gets, and then he gets, oh. And then Carlos gets Gato into a Mexican surfboard and gets a two count. Here's what I don't understand, okay? Hmm. You know the move where they, they, they start to push him back, but then they send an A on their back, and they hold the person up in the air with their feet, but they hold their arms yeah. back? Why isn't that a pinfall?
1: Because their uh, their shoulders are supposed to be if the move is done correctly, the, their shoulders are actually not touching the mat because their arms are up in the air holding the, uh, the opponent's arms. Okay. So that's how it's supposed to work. In execution, it often doesn't.
0: No, they usually just lay flat on their back. Right. Because it's more comfortable that way. Fair enough. Carlos with a running headbutt butt, uh, head and a huge back body drop. Sending Gato across the ring. Karis puts Gato into a different submission holds, mainly working the legs. I didn't know what the fuck these were. They were pressing. These were
1: three and ones. Ah. Yeah, uh, those Karis is doing the old lucha three and one submission because I I don't like when they're done in lucha. They like make sense, but in in, in the context of pro uh, Japanese pro wrestling it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense because like everything's much more realistic. So like when you do a three in one, it may look kind of cool, but it's also like, well, then how does this work? Like, what are you working over? That sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Well, it was just like, they'd wrap up his feet and then just sit on it. I was like, that, right. It's supposed to hurt.
1: Yep. Yeah. I don't know, well, ghetto his... was selling it like crazy. was yeah. like <laughs> oh,
0: ripping no. out his pompadour. His legs are going to fall asleep.
1: Well, um, when your legs fall asleep, it does suck.
0: Yes. So to get out of the three-in-one, this is a smart move by Gato, he starts untying the mask of, of Das Karas. And the, and, ref, and the ref was like, oh, no, stop doing that.
1: And the crowd went, Ugh. He's
0: like, I just don't think. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, so apparently... Uh, he then starts telling him to break the hold, but he's telling him to stop tying... Break the hold! A.K.A. stop untying the mask. So apparently, <laughs> untying a mask is now a submission hold.
1: Well, for a luchador, it is.
0: Apparently. Karas hits a nice-sitting powerbomb for a two. And then hits a double underhook backbreaker for another two. Carlos hits a flying cross body block for another two. Carlos isn't an angry, but then out of nowhere, Gato wraps up Carlos for a pin using his legs. What was this?
1: It was the Ghetto Clutch.
0: Ah, okay. I'd never seen that before. So here's the Ghetto Clutch at 8 minutes and 54 seconds to win.
1: Yes, but what we did miss is that Ghetto actually did take off uh, Dos Karras's mask.
0: Oh, I must have missed that.
1: And it was kind of cool because what they did was on the video, they actually blurred out Dos Karras's face. <laughs> <laughs> like it was all pixelated.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what he looks like in real life.
1: Oh, he's just a bunch of pixels. Yes. No wonder uh, Del Rio is such an angry person.
0: Yes, you couldn't even see his papa.
1: My dad was a whole bunch of pixels, man. <laughs> and now I have to deal with Triple H and his big nose.
0: Yes, we should censor that thing. Don't what? So what do you think? Censor of the...
1: Triple H's big nose.
0: What did you think of the quarterfinals? I thought the
1: quarterfinals were, for the most part, um, I didn't particularly like the Ultimo Dragon-Otani match. I like Otani as a really good. I have my problems with Ultimo Dragon because I think he's kind of a jerk. But um, for the most part, these were pretty good. Uh, Doscaras-Ghetto match was kind of iffy because uh, like, I think he kind of went in. He's like, I know I'm not going to win, but I refuse to look weak at any point, so I'm going to get all my offense in all the time and then I'm going to get, like, rolled up.
0: Well, that's what I like about pro wrestling, though. About Japanese pro wrestling. is Any move can be a finisher.
1: Oh, yeah, no. Uh, I, I, I like, it that like that, too. Gato
0: got lucky. Like, yeah, he got his ass kicked and stretched out, but at the end of the day, he got the job done and he still looks good because he got the win. He didn't look sure. like an idiot. He wasn't like a uh just, oh, i uh, you know what I mean?
1: Sure, but then it—the booking for how Ghetto's next match goes doesn't make a whole lot more because Wild Pegasus should conceivably be better than Dos Caras. You get yeah. kind of what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so there's like certain things that happened that uh, in in those two matches that didn't make a whole lot of sense, but the Grand Naniwa Liger match. Uh, Lionheart, Wild this match. We're both very good.
0: Alright, moving on to the first semi-final match. Jushin Liger versus Ultimo Dragon. A test of strength starts off and then various submission holes by both men, but neither man really gets an advantage. Tons of deep arm drags by both men. They're finishing off by looking at each other and the crowd cheers. A tilt world backbreaker by Dragon. <laughs> And then Liger hits his own. Dragon then puts his leg into a leg scissors. And a lot of chain wrestling with arm drags and quick pins. And they both stop and the crowd again cheers. They like their chain wrestling, boy. Hmm. Liger then whips Dragon into the ropes. He hits a low dropkick to the knee. Dragon acts like his leg has been chopped off. He's screaming and yelling in pain. Dragon continues working over the knee. The only
1: time he's ever sold for somebody else.
0: There you go. He then applies a figure four leg lock. Eventually, Dragon gets out of it, but Liger just puts him into another kind of leg submission. Not sure what it was. Dragon then puts Liger into a single leg crab, and then he bends back, grabbing the chin. Later in the match, Dragon then hits a suicide dive to the outside, and then a senton off the top rope. Uh, Dragon then hits a double underhecked German suplex for a two count. Liger hits a powerbomb for a 2 on dragon, then a stalling brain buster for a near fall. Liger then hits a falling, oh, sorry, a stalling tombstone piledriver, and then hits a flying headbutt from the top rope, and dragon still kicks out. Again, it felt like this was watching a match where you just got all kinds of, you're doing nothing but power moves. And right.
1: Well, dragon can't look weak. No. He's whole. He's he's the one who's running this tournament, so he can't look weak.
0: Apparently can't,
1: not. Can't do anything to put anybody else over.
0: Dragon goes for a huracan, but Ry- Liger rolls through for a near fall. Dragon hits a bridging German for a two. Uh, Liger then comes back with a cannon uh, cannonball, or like you said, the combo kick into the corner. He puts Dragon on into the top rope. Dragon turns into a face buster and then a pin attempt for another two. Liger then climbs the top rope, misses a moonsault. Liger then calls for a thunderbomb. He hits it, and Dragon still fucking kicks out. Dragon goes for a crucifix roll-up, but is able to stop him, and puts him in some kind of pin, and pins him at 17 minutes and 19 seconds. It was really weird. It's like he did all this fucking crazy power moves, and these moves that should have rightly been fucking finishers. That facebuster off the top rope should have been a finisher. The thunderbomb should have been a finisher.
1: Right, and it is, generally. For a Liger, it is. But Dragon just won't allow anything like that to pin him because he has creative control here.
0: Alright, next up is Gato versus Wild Pegasus. Yes. So we're going to see Thunder Liger in, or sorry, Thunder, Trution Thunder Liger in the finals. And the winner of this match hits to the finals to meet Liger. Alright, so both men lock up. There's a test of strength. But Pegasus Kid kicks Gato in the stomach and beats him down. Suplex, short arm clothesline. Pegasus keeps beating Gato and the bringing, keeps hitting a bridging German suplex. For a two, he applies an STF. Pegasus puts Gato on the top rope. I love the fact that, like, Pegasus picks up Gato and puts him on the top rope, and the crowd is like, Whoa! He can pick up Gato.
1: Well, Gato is pretty, pretty hefty. He's, he's pretty hefty. He's, he's, he's slimmed down quite a bit since he's become uh, a manager.
0: I thought Gato was uh, booking.
1: Well, yeah, but he's also he is booking, but he's also like a bullet club manager oh, guy yeah. for That's right. yeah. for Jay White and Kenta and those
0: guys. Yes. So uh, he hits a superplex, but he can't capitalize right away. When he does finally get a cover, he gets a two. Pegasus tries for another German, but Gato blocks it and hits his own. Gato then applies a, a submission hold on Pegasus and then bridges out of it. And then drops hitting a uh, drops down, knocking Gato's jaw into his shoulder. Gato then hits a Hirokana from the middle rope. Uh, he hits a suicide dive through the middle rope to Pegasus on the floor, which they had a really weird camera angle for that. It's like they almost missed it.
1: I think so too. And I, it was also weird because uh, Pegasus was up before Gato, and like usually Chris yeah, is the other way Chris, around. Chris doesn't do things like that.
0: Maybe, maybe he barely got hit. but because, yeah. That's probably why they had the weirdo camera angle so, to miss that maybe. fact. So, Pegasus just picks up Gato and suplexes him into a table. But because the table is Japanese, it doesn't break. <laughs> Gato then is placed on the top rope and Frank, Pegasus hits a Frankensteiner for a two-count. A pair of bridging Germans. That Pegasus rolls through. A tombstone attempt, but Gato blocks it and climbs onto the top rope himself. Pegasus tries to fight him, but he's dropped into the ring. Gato then hits a splash, but Pegasus puts his knees up. He follows up with a clothesline for a two-count, and the crowd is going nuts at this point. A powerbomb for a two-count on Gato, and then a double underhook German for two by Pegasus. Pegasus then climbs the top rope, misses the flying headbutt. Gato rolls out of the ring. The crowd is firmly behind Gato, chanting his name. Pegasus tries for a power bomb, but Gato reverses and gets a two count. Gato then hits a brain buster, climbs the top rope, hits his own flying headbutt to pick up the win at 9 minutes and 20 seconds.
1: Pretty hard-hitting match. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. So the final is... Jushin Liger versus Gato. Yes. Do you want to take the next two matches?
1: I didn't take notes on okay, one nope. of them, but but uh, I can I can kind of I can kind of go over a couple of things. Um, we did get a non tournament match, uh, yeah. which was Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Psychosis.
0: I was, oh, it was uh, a different one. I thought it was Psychosis.
1: Uh, that's how you pronounce his name. Ah. Psychosis.
0: Yeah, I know everybody
1: calls him Psychosis over here, but if you're doing the Spanish uh, pronunciation, it's Psychosis.
0: Gotcha. Well, I was really excited because I was like, oh, shit, young Rey Mysterio, young Psychosis, that match they had in 1996. This should be amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was funny though, his psychosis is like speaking in Spanish And then Ray Mysterio was like Oh hey, I'm speaking English The first time in Japan yeah, and... It's really weird, it's really awkward
1: Yeah, no, like I think he was like really ner- ner- nervous He's like, so I hope that you keep Supporting Spanish wrestling From A." Yes <laughs> I'm just like, you are a dork Ray Mysterio but... <laughs> Keep
0: cheering the Mexican wrestlers
1: <laughs> I'm just like, what is this? Um, so we to through Deer, through it, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not, we don't have to go through it a, a whole lot, but Ramis Stewart and uh kind of have a, um, you know, they they kind of have a match that they do.
0: It felt very, so, very, very, very formulaic. Yeah, well, yeah,
1: because they traveled all over the world doing this match. Like this is the same. I mean, not to the same extent that you would see in ECW in 1996, but this is pretty much the formula for the match that they would have there. Yes. And so back and forth, uh, you know, Psychosis being the heel, Rey Mysterio being the face. Um, Mysterio ends up winning the, the match after doing two Hurricane Rotness in a row. <laughs> yes. Which kind of weird.
0: It was weird. So, yeah, it was yeah. like – All the same weird stuff you see from the Mexican wrestlers at this time. The chain wrestling, the head scissors, the bulldog headlock, the octopus stretch into the, just, you know what I mean? Like, it very felt like, like, don't get me wrong, it was still fun to watch, but it was like, okay, I've seen this for the last 20-something years. It wasn't new. Obviously, this time it probably was.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. And also, um, you know, Rey Mysterio uh, at like this was nineteen ninety five. Let's see, how old was Rey Mysterio? So Rey Mysterio was twenty one years old.
0: Holy like, cow! Like he was, su-
1: yeah, he was super young. Um, psychosis was, was probably right around the same age. Uh,
0: yeah. Just, just think about this for a second. You are twenty three. During the wrestling boom in '98, mm-hmm. and you're there from '96, so you're there through the rise of WCW, and probably one of the reasons why it's doing so well. Yeah. God damn, that's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. And 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 then uh, you're only 45 now, so like Rey Mysterio conceivably has a, at least a couple more years in in him. So as long as he doesn't hurt his left knee anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. The finals. Shushin Liger versus Gato. They both shake hands. The bell rings. And Gato changed oh, I... out of his.
1: Yeah, yeah, Gato has a different costume. He's
0: now wearing Hulk Hogan.
1: <laughs> I never knew Hulk Hogan to wear purple, but okay.
0: What? He was wearing. A... What? Purple? He was wearing. Yeah, he, was... he was wearing. Yellow and red.
1: His jacket was purple,
0: though. Ah, oh, wow! Well, fuck his jacket. He didn't wear it during the match. <laughs> okay. I didn't... No, it was like a...
1: It was a really nice jacket. Wow. <laughs> it looked like uh, something out of the Yakuza
0: games. Nice. Kato's wearing red and yellow shirt and pants versus the red he was wearing before for the tournament. I just love the fact that he's like... Well, I might I might win. I might win the I need another suit to wear just in case.
1: Uh, yes, I also liked how his shirt still did not fit very well so no. you had you get to see his belly.
0: Yes. Liger works over the left arm of Gato early. Lager slams his knees like 58 times into the elbow of Gato. And like for like 5 years they just work over the left arm over and over and over and over again. Finally, Gato kicks a low blow behind the ref's back and the crowd is angry.
1: Well, you don't do that to Liger. Liger is like God here.
0: Well, he did. Gato then knocks Liger to the outside. He hits a middle rope moonsault to the outside onto Liger. Gato hits a powerbomb and then a flying headbutt, but Liger kicks out. Gato then applies a submission. Liger uh, with a Set of capo kicks to in the corner to Gato. Uh, then a baseball slide to the outside. Gato then jumps off the... Uh, Gato, Liger, the jump... Oh, whatever. Both men hit clotheslines at the same time. They knock each other out. Several pinfall attempts by both men. But they, all they do is get two counts. Uh, then I hit a fisherman suplex by Liger for a near fall. Another near fall on Gato after a sit down powerbomb. Liger climbs to the ropes and this awakens the crowd. Gato, oh sorry, this also awakens Gato apparently, who then jumps yeah. up and runs and hits a, uh, a superplex. But it's blocked and he's knocked off the top rope. Gato gets a near fall after Liger misses a flying leg drop. But back on the top rope, Liger hits a super brain buster and is able to pick up the win. And become the 1995 Super J Cup winner at 15 minutes and 47 seconds.
1: I thought this match was pretty good back and forth. Um, I, I I thought it was really cool that every time Liger went to the top rope, the crowd was going to go kind of went nuts because they were hoping to see the shooting Star Press and they never saw it.
0: Oh. Yeah, because he'd been saving it the, the whole time. Dang. And
1: uh Yeah, well, I don't think he was really doing it anymore at this point because Liger got hurt um, in the mid-'90s, and I I think he got rid of the shooting star press at that time.
0: Gotcha. Well, he's got to do what he's got to do. Yeah. So. All right, the tournament is over. So what? Remind me, what do they get for winning this?
1: They become the best super junior heavyweight in Japan.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: I mean, there's been various forms of this tournament all throughout time. So there was, um, there was a super J cup. There was the J crown. There was the best of the super juniors. These are all tournaments to crown the best junior heavyweight because junior heavyweight wrestling was really popular in Japan around this time. And then it became popular a few years later in, United States uh, because of WCW. Yep. So, so they ended up doing, uh, they don't, they end up doing another Super J Cup tournament, but they don't hold it until the year 2000. What? Yeah. And then they don't, they continue to do the, uh, they continue to do the, Super J Cup actually. Um, the last Super J Cup was in 2016.
0: Did Will Ospreay win that?
1: No, Kushida.
0: Ah. NXT yeah. Kushida.
1: Well, yes, this was before he went to uh, to that. Uh, prior to that, they did one in 2009, which was run by uh, now Michi now Marufuji of Noah. And then they did um, the 2000, and f- they did one in 2004 as well. I'm not actually seeing a winner for that one. Hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, now Michi Fuji won that one too. Huh. And then uh, they, the one in 2000 was won by Liger also.
0: Wow. So, yeah. Alright, well that wraps it up for this episode. So, Zach, putting you on the spot, what should we review next time?
1: Bruiser Brody.
0: Bruiser Brody, alright. We're going to be looking at Bruiser Brody matches on the next bonus episode of of Review-A-Mania. Till next time, be safe. Take care. Yes. Bye-bye.